0: Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram at Grand Cherokee, Laredo. Love driving that thing around and appreciate you guys. Appreciate this man. Uh, Jeff Jagosinski has, uh, has been around the world in back and uh, has uh, been a college head coach and had a storied career in coaching and now finds himself in the USFL – uh and has a couple of baylor players i should add on the roster uh jeff um thanks for coming on with us today aaron i'm not hearing jeff hey man how are you Uh, oh there you go i was uh just giving you no that's okay i just you, you so you heard my introduction correct I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't? Okay. Oh, I just went on and on about you. Well, I'll cut straight That's to the F- chase. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Jagodzinski joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Jags, they they call him. And, uh, Jeff, I mean, you have been on uh, – you know, all coaches have had a lot of stops. You go to the Wikipedia page and you're going to see tons of stops. I would say you have the most interesting out there. You may be one of the most interesting coaches uh, in the country, but let me ask you: How is the uh, how's the USFL treating you? I've been catching some of these games on uh, on TV, and uh, you are the O line coach of the Philly Stars, and you guys have it going a little bit. How is, how are you enjoying it?
1: Oh, I'm really in, I'm enjoying it. You know, I tell you what: if you're a coach, it really doesn't matter what level you're on, Matt. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, see these guys develop and the type of guys that we have here in the USFL a lot of these guys have been in pro camps and it's kind of like double a triple a baseball you know where they're trying to get back up to the NFL and so it's a lot it's a lot of fun it's very very competitive because we've got um, the whole league got to pick from the same pool of players so the teams are very very similar as far as talent wise it's it's just like any other league though it's a quarterback driven league. And if you've got a good quarterback, you're going to be very competitive in these things.
0: Did, did you have a favorite back in the day when you were starting up your coaching career that was about the time the USFL was was maybe ending its time? Um, right, do, do, remember do you remember <laughs> that? I do. I do remember it. I, I have to laugh when I see, like, the generals and you start thinking of Donald Trump's involvement. And I you remember right. Jim Kelly, Herschel Walker, I mean, some of the greatest players. Um, got their starts in the USFL, so it was uh, it was fairly short period of time, but it was still a great caliber of football, and it was uh, it was really pretty amazing what was going on at that time. Do you re- do you recall like uh, what like what your favorite USFL team was at the- at the time? It was, was kind of it was the New <laughs> it was
1: the New Jersey Generals because of like they had Herschel Walker on there, and they had Doug Flutie as the quarterback, and Man, I tell you, you, know that was kind of like one of the first starts of those like seven figure incomes, you know, or salaries was the USFL. Though they were paying those guys, you know, a bunch of money. And remember Steve Young out of the LA oh, yeah. Express? He was the six yeah. million dollar man. <laughs> that was a lot of money <laughs> back then. <laughs> so it, yeah. was, it was. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing how many great players came out of there. Jim Kelly and. Man, a lot of great players. Uh, like I said, Herschel, and they had, uh, uh, who is that running back from North Carolina? Was it Kelvin Bryant? I think he played for the, yeah. For the Stars. Yeah. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he you're was right. He was fans. with Philly.
0: I could kind of go back and in my mind picture. The Chicago team, and I can almost start thinking about some of those players back then, and it's just funny to think about. Uh, it, but but I think that I think what y'all are doing is great because it's a time of year when people are really missing their football. Of course, you have the draft coming up, but to get to watch right. games, um, it's interesting. I mean, and then having this thing centralized in Birmingham, that has to be. I mean, Jeff, do you see? Like all your your competitors, do you see a lot of the other teams or coaches kind of moving around, or, or are y'all all pretty spread out no, in no. terms of where you no, meet no, and no. everything? <laughs>
1: no, you see <laughs> these guys every single day. It's kind of fu- it's kind of funny. I mean, because like everybody, like in the coaching <laughs> profession, everybody knows people that know people, and so you see a lot of a lot of guys that you've coached with before or on different staffs, and but they're all eight teams are staying in Birmingham at the same hotel. So, I mean, there's some, like, some logistical challenges, but, like, there's four teams that practice in the morning. And if you're practicing in the morning, the other teams are meeting. And then it flipped in the afternoon. So there's four teams that practice in the afternoon and then four teams that are meeting. We're in the morning. We're in the morning. We practice in the morning. And um, we did a... In the spring league too, we were in Houston and San Antonio in 20 and 21. So you know we've been in these types, been on the same type of staff, like the same guys. So it's been a lot of fun uh down here. And
0: and you see my old buddy uh, Glenn Stretch Smith, who is on y'all's uh, coaching staff, uh, coaching the, the coaching the, best, the to- oh. Yeah, I'm sure you're uh, learning some of those phrases that he's had over the years. Not sure where he picked all this up, but I'm sure you've taught him a few things, and uh, unfortunately he may have taught you a few of these, but he is quite a character and quite an imposing guy. I mean, at uh, at 6'7", uh, I would right. imagine, you know, those are big tight ends. Uh, Bug, the kid from UNC, uh, that's a big dude. But still, Glenn right. is uh, looking down at pretty much all those guys. Does he? Does it seem like it's come back to him? You know, he was away from coaching for a little bit. Did he? Did he get his coaching voice and demeanor? Has it all come back to him?
1: Oh, it, it, it was all back. I mean, they're he, they're uh, they're tighter than two coats of paint. I heard that one today. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got more. He's got more one liners than any guy that I've ever been around. But uh, you know, Glenn Glenn's a really good football coach, and I, I think. Uh, to be a good football coach, you have to be a good communicator. And he is that, and he's very knowledgeable. And, and his guys are playing, playing pretty good that the, the bug, uh, it's a weird name, right? But his player bug is, is pretty good player done a really good job for us so far.
0: I, I heard y'all are running some, uh, spread and, uh, and there's not a lot of, I think, I think Glenn would, would like, uh, he's used to running the ball a little bit more than you guys have been is, uh, <laughs> I, it, you've coached you know been o-line coach uh that's your background you've been offensive coordinator is is um is what you're you're doing like did, did you have to make any adjustments or have you just been coaching long enough that whatever style the um the 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 oc or the head coach wants to uh wants right. to do or do you feel pretty comfortable in
1: no i feel pretty good i mean it's it's just like any other job matt you're you know you just it's just a different system. And a lot of times it's just changing the language. So like when you bring a player in, it's like learning a foreign language, you know, and so you just got to teach them, you know, the terminology and and the formations and everything on what the coordinator calls it. But we are a throwing team first, that's for sure. And um, we're an empty, which means there's no backs in the backfield quite a bit of times, probably 35%. And, you know, it can get challenging when they start blitzing, you know. <laughs> and uh, we just try to pick up the five guys that are coming. Yeah. And then I told my I go, that's the quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Jeff Jagosinski joined us on uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What about um, – got a couple of Baylor players on this roster. It's the Baylor flagship doing? that you're on right now. Burton comes to mind. I mean, that was a fascinating guy because he comes in from UCLA – to baylor and and you know it was before we were used to the portal and you're like wait is this guy going to sit out a year oh wait no this guy's going to start like immediately uh (laughs) right you know after coming in very late in the process what what's he been like for you i mean what i remember of him is he's a he's a really he's got he's he's a long guy and and and, you know obviously played well for baylor we didn't know him for long what uh what's he been able to do for you
1: so we were we were having a conversation with him this morning. He, he's six five, about three ten, and uh, he was playing guard for us. And it's kind of a funny story. When we were drafting, we had him on our draft board, and we had picked. There was two players ahead of him, and they had like gone off our board. I go, who's the next guy? Who's the next guy? I go, it's it's Burton, and I said, well, all right, here we go, taking him. And and he's been a just a pleasant surprise and very very coachable and he can play guard and tackle and uh he's just one of those guys that that takes coaching and but I was asking him today actually we we're sitting on the, on the bench after practice and his dad was a coach uh high school coach and he always told him and his brother goes you need to be coachable and it's going to go a long way for you guys and and he really is you know he's out at UCLA for for those years and then he had an opportunity to go to Baylor and he said he loved Baylor he said that uh, his op- his opportunity to play there and his experience there was just awesome and then the other guy that we've we've got is Ahmad Dixon and Ahmad's playing uh, defense for us and he did a great job uh, he had a pick the last game he had a pick the last game that uh, that we played so those guys are showing up that's for sure
0: Ahmad must have known we were going to talk about him a little bit, and he was—he uh, I, what I remember about Ahmad—he he was a great player, but my gosh, he would—he loved to hit, and it was almost—it was like he almost kind of his NFL thing with the Cowboys. I I I thought they would love how much of a hitter he was, but it was almost kind of like the modern game. <laughs> I think they were almost scared he was going to take somebody's head off out there. He is—he's uh, no. not afraid to hit you a little bit. Now I would think. As he's made it to age thirty, there's probably been a little more maturity that has added to his game. But I, I think that's.
1: Oh, coach I th- Matt, I think we lost Matt. I'm gonna. No, I think
0: I think we did.
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened, but uh, we will try to get him back. Um, coach, uh, sorry, I I know he was in the middle of a sentence, but uh, talk a little bit about uh, your college career. Uh, head coach at Boston College among among your. Uh, Stops, as he mentioned, most coaches have a quite a long resume. Uh, Talk a little bit about your career in college. Oh, I had a I had a really uh, great time, great experiences. I made many stops in my career at Northern Illinois, uh, LSU, East Carolina, Boston College, and I got an opportunity to be a head coach. At my first head coaching job was at Boston College. I was a a coordinator with the Green Bay Packers, and uh, it was a second. A uh, chance to go back there. I was there in like 90, 97, 98 and then went to the NFL and got a chance to uh, go back to BC as a as a head coach. It was it was a wonderful experience. We uh, we won two ACC championships there, and um, it was it was just a lot of fun. It was a, a lot of fun to uh, be a head coach. And Boston was an awesome area to live and recruit that type of player that I had there. I mean, they're really really smart and they love the game of football, and so, but there's a lot of great experiences with those players. Had a lot of good players. Matt Ryan was my quarterback, so I've always been a pretty good coach when I had good players. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, and Jeff, I'm, I'm back with you right now. You and I keep okay. uh, losing each other somehow. We'll blame it on Birmingham. The cell coverage in Birmingham stretches no, stretches
1: has- <laughs> Just messing with my phone. Get
0: out of here, I, There's yeah. Please make him leave the room if we're going to talk about this. But I, I'm glad I, I came back and you were talking about Boston College. That's a. Uh you had a great run there and y'all won a ton of we games and, and it was a strange thing and, and some people remember the story and and i guess the uh it was uh so i've been told by the way not by stretch somebody mentioned to me he said don't bring up the ad whoever that ad was <laughs> so i won't get too well, far into it but that was an itch i know that it had to be a uh, interesting time in your career because you had a uh, a great opportunity. And, and I don't know why they begrudged you at the time, but, uh, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure looking back on it, you've learned a lot of lessons from it. And, uh, but that was, uh, uh, but I, I would say Boston college fans, they're probably still people like, how did we let, you know, how did we let this guy get away?
1: Well, I tell you, Matt, it was really kind of a, an, an odd situation. And, you know, I, I've always felt that like the people around me, I always wanted to, if they wanted to advance or go to a, a higher level, I was always the first guy to say, Hey, you know what? You need to, you need to go ahead and explore it. And what can I do to help you get to that point? And I had an opportunity to go interview with the New York jets and um, you know, the the administration, the athletic administration said that if you go, you know, you, you don't have a job here. And I thought, I just, you know, we just won 20, 2021 20, games here. And we were ranked number two in the country at Boston college. And I said, I said, all it is is an interview. It's a conversation. And he goes, well, if you go, you don't have a job here. And you know, and I tell you what, just looking back at it, Matt, I probably just shouldn't have, and probably would have eventually got there anyway. But um, you know, you make a decision, and then you got to go ahead and live with it, and and just go ahead and move on. But that was that was unfortunate because I, I mean, I really did love BC, and
0: mm-hmm. but it was
1: the New York Jets. and There's only thirty-two of those jobs in the in the whole world, and um, so. It was odd. It was very yeah. very, very odd. But well, uh, it's I, unfortunate is unfortunate that it happened cuz I think we would have continued to win there at a at a really high level. In fact, I know we would have
0: yeah, we, we only had Matt Rule, by the way, for three seasons at Baylor. And after every season, he interviewed with an NFL team. And I think Baylor yeah. took it, for the most part, as almost a compliment. Hey, people think enough about our guy that they want to talk about him. But, you know, hey, sometimes administrators are are, are just, uh, you yeah, know, whatever. We don't have to get back into that. But listen, uh, let's do Matt, this.
1: I'll uh, l- that, yeah, Matt, I'll tell you that. Just one point uh, just one point on that. Yeah, I've never heard that happen since. You know wow. what I mean? I've never heard yeah. where, where, where uh, an athletic administration, as their head coach, has an opportunity to go interview for one of the top jobs in in his profession. And it was just, it was really, really odd. And like I said, I've never heard that since because it just it, it kills your program, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's just unfortunate. It was unfortunate on, on many levels. But hey, you know what? Moving forward, Matt, you know what I'm saying?
0: yep yep it, it uh, you you have and uh, I could see you back in the NFL soon and, and doing all kinds of things but for now keep having fun with the USFL. I'll keep watching those games are on Saturday and Sunday they're on fox and and NBC and you get they're called yep. by stretches but be- b- uh, good buddy Jason Garrett and so we can uh, those are uh, it's been really fun and then, uh, uh, then now the XFL who knows there's more opportunities by the way than ever. With all these different exactly leagues, right. so uh, you can coach wherever and have a great time and have a great impact. More importantly, on these uh, on these young guys. But uh, Jeff, great to have you on. Let's do it again. And uh, and I'd I'll uh to. I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. There he goes, uh, Jeff Jagosinski, uh, the offensive line coach for the Philly uh, Stars, and does a tremendous job. And uh, and that's uh, it's been fun watching that. All right. We are now up against it. We've got the dismount coming up where we say goodnight to you. That's next.